right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on in. I am your host, JDK Nonstop, and welcome to the first episode of Nonstop Talk with JDK. I am joined today by DHR, Sin, and of course, Magical Pooba. And we are going to be talking today about Final Fantasy with the release of Final Fantasy 16 slated to come out on PlayStation 5 on June 22nd in 2023. Many, many years after the first game that I ever got my hands on when I was a kid, which was Final Fantasy 8. And of course, the series has taken a dynamic change in the next eight evolutions that came after that one that I first got my hands on just at the start of the millennium. So uh, that gives a little introduction to me. I'm going to pass it over to DHR, Sin, and Puba to give you an introduction. And we're going to get into some discussions, primarily focusing around the change of Final Fantasy as a series around Final Fantasy X. Uh, also, maybe some quick talks about what happened with Final Fantasy Thirteen Verses. And of course, moving on to what our thoughts and opinions will more than likely be surrounding Final Fantasy Sixteen. Uh, DHR, uh, welcome to the podcast. Sin, welcome in. Puba, it's great to have you guys here. Uh, DHR, I'll let you go ahead and give a little introduction of yourself here. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm DHR54, and I am a kaiju nerd and Final Fantasy fan. I like collecting video games and everything, and I got a little bit of a Twitch presence. I have a little bit of a Discord, and uh, I'm here to talk about some Final Fantasy. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see which are the most favorite ones between this group, so I'm excited for this. Likewise as well. Sin, how about yourself? Want to give an introduction? Yeah, I'm Sin, uh, VTuber on Twitch. Find me on twitch.tv slash xlsinlx. Uh, if you spot me there, you might find me playing. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, as far as Final Fantasy is concerned, I've been a longtime fan. Uh, first Final Fantasy I played was 7. Um, and while I think it's an amazing game for the time, it's not my favorite by far. Took a deep dive onto the SNES games after that, uh, as well as progressing through 8 and missing 9 through 10 and then going on from there. So I've pretty much checked it all out. It's pretty awesome. Uh, excited to talk about it here. Cool. So you've hopped around the series a little too. That's what I kind of th- thought was going to be. Um would push the conversation because I think a lot of us came across Final Fantasy at different times and I think some of us have been keeping up with the series continuously others um, put it down at certain points and then picked it back up again so yeah kind of interesting to hear what your guys thoughts are on Final Fantasy 16 coming out as well too and of course last but not least on the panel and of course he doesn't stream himself but you can catch him live on my streams at twitch.tv slash Keeley's Network Pooba go ahead and tell him about the spoony mod you are alright well I'm Pooba I moderate Keeley's channel in his discord you'll catch me around from time to time and uh half of what i say is true half of what i say is not cryptic so we have to spot the lie essentially is what you're saying cryptic metaphor no (laughs) what was your first final fantasy my first final fantasy oh give me like five seconds to think about that. i'm gonna ask you that too dhr don't we i can i can tell you what my first like nostalgic final fantasy was versus what my first go for that because i'm actually that actually would be a pretty good kicking off conversation because i know my first initial like i I first saw and found final fantasy i'd be interested to know like what your guys's earliest memories are around that series as well right right so like i played final fantasy one um uh when you get in the retro you gotta you always gotta like is he talking about english one or english two or like 
English three or Japanese three. Okay. So obviously I, I, I played a bit of one as a kid, didn't understand it. Uh, dropped that. I own dragon warrior, dropped that real fast, went back to it <laughs> later. Um, uh, played six on SNES, didn't understand it. My buddies were obsessed with it. Uh, I got into it a little bit here and there. The first one I actually got nostalgic for would have been probably five and six. Five and six? Um, five and five and six. Um, That's kind of interesting because five wasn't like, when did that even release in North not America? Not till later. So like six would have been first. And then I went back when I had the, when I got really into six on SNES. Uh, and so, uh, fun fact. Okay. So what actually can we finally talk got about, me... sorry, sorry. Can nope, we talk about good. when we all experienced Final Fantasy five as like a segment? Cause <laughs> okay. it, it's yes. an interesting game because it's like it, it's not a part of the main line yeah let's right? just keep like, that to oh, right now like like basically your yeah. first like what was the first experience that you had like i'll start because so, like i remember when i was a kid i had uh n64 i did not have a playstation and i remember seeing an advertisement for final fantasy 8 and i remember like the actual cutscenes, the cgi like the whole fantasy that was jumping out of that fucking crt tv that i experienced so many of my childhood memories through was just basically kind of like a calling to me saying like this game could be potentially bad fucking ass. And I remember that actually being the drive for me to go to my dad and ask if I could get a PlayStation for Christmas because my birthday's in November. So it's like a month away. It's growing up, always have that, you know, get something good at Christmas and not something good on your birthday. If it was a console, I got the PlayStation and I got a F Final Fantasy eight. And I just remember like getting into that game. That was my first big experience outside of Pokemon playing an RPG as well, too. And then having to like pick up on the fantasy and not even knowing about like the previous one through seven that had come out and how the series also did take that dynamic change when six came out. So that's kind of like what I mean. Like my first experience would be getting eight and then playing it and then going to video update a couple days after and renting seven like sin. I think you mentioned that, too. That was your first one or not. Maybe I'm mistaken. Mm -hmm. And yep. I remember getting seven and then playing that and also going like, holy fuck, like because that one had more of like eight was definitely that fantasy really had that aspect of it and like a love story seven though had like that futuristic like cyberpunk kind of almost vibes to it back then you could say right i know it's weird to say that now right. but it's the best way i can make it relatable today um and for me like i remember playing seven and just going like these are fucking what the fuck like i know i was i was gonna get knee deep in the series at that point from those two games let me let me just i'll, I'll tell you what got me to understand final fantasy and was my gateway drug into understanding six was final go. fantasy for dummies and it was mystic quest on mm. Super nintendo okay. the game literally made because japan <laughs> thought english speakers were too stupid to understand final fantasy that is the only reason the game exists it's super dumb has the best uh soundtrack on the nes out of any final fantasy for no that reason boss battle is awesome anyway sorry um <laughs> that's that's gonna bring back memories but so that was my gateway drug and then six and then five and then if i had to give uh my heart to a final fantasy even though it has a ton of problems it's going to be nine um, nice. for many reasons but i'll let somebody else go now okay so let me just summarize on that though just so i understand so it was five you would say is the first one or was mystic quest you said mystic quest was the gateway drug to me finally like finding that was like, the first oh, time man, you got your like, hands on final fantasy and knew what final fantasy was it, it was the okay, first time yeah. where I, I played a turn-based rpg and was like i get it now these are fun i love watching numbers dance on screen <laughs> and then 
moved on to uh, later on to six and five, but I think I enjoyed five a little more than six. But that's only because uh, as I got older and went back to five, uh, I still had a, an even greater understanding. That's not to shit on six. Um, six is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but gotcha. five just captured me. Uh, Sin, can you give me your story behind coming across seven and like the first, if that was like the first uh, finding out of the series for you and what, what did that whole look like at that time in your life? So it's, it's very interesting because I never, and to this day, I have never owned a PS one. Um, what I rented <laughs> a PS one and final fantasy seven from the local like rental shop. Cool. Um, Without a save, like a memory card. You did one of those card. moves. I oh, always wondered what that was like as a kid, seeing like you could rent awful. consoles from Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought too. I was just like, that sucked to rent a console for three days and have to take it back to Blockbuster and be like, no card. I no blitzed card. Final Fantasy VII. I just played it from like the first waking moment until I could no longer hold a controller. Managed to get through the game. I think... I had it for I paid for like three days. I had it for a week. And when they came after me for the fees, I flipped them off. Um, they went to my mom. My mom was like, I didn't give him permission to do that. You, I don't know you shit. And that was how that went down, um, which is great. But yeah, from there, um, kind of got a really good experience. Managed to beat the game just barely. Um, very fun. It was my first real foray into RPGs. So just keeping that was... system running the whole week while you were playing through it? Oh, yeah. I probably took like years off of that system's life just by keeping it running nonstop because I couldn't save the game. You had to return it eventually, too? <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had it for about a week. So I, I just blitzed. I just played it nonstop. I didn't go to school. So it was like I was young. <laughs> I managed to pull it off for a while. But um, yeah, it was I won't say it's my favorite because it's not. But that was kind of the awakening to RPGs and Final Fantasy as a whole. And it led me down because I was a big computer nerd and emulation. Uh, hole, which I yeah. immediately fell into with SNES, played uh, four, played six, played the fan translation of five, which was amazing. Um. And yeah, just kind of, you know, fell in love with the series after that, played almost every single game. What would you say is your favorite? Uh, probably six. Probably six. Yeah, that makes sense. Suplex the train. Yeah, you got to suplex that train. DHR 54. What about you? What does the story look like for you when you first came across Final Fantasy as a series? OK, so I have a similar starting point where I saw Final Fantasy six being played at my neighbor's house and did not understand it. I didn't comprehend it at all, even though I owned Dragon Warrior 1. And then eventually I started to understand Dragon Warrior 1 and thought it, was, Warrior. thought it was pretty cool. Dragon Warrior 2 thought it was pretty cool. Dragon Warrior 3 blew my mind. And I thought it was amazing. It is a full-fledged like RPG that everybody should play from the Nintendo library. Um, but once I was old enough to understand three and really love it, I remembered seeing Final Fantasy six and like, what is that? And then by chance, I was at my friend's house and they were playing Final Fantasy seven. His older brother was playing Final Fantasy seven. 
And I remember seeing it and being like, what is that? That looks kind of cool. And he was playing through um, uh, Yuffie stealing the the materia and like the entire event on the cliff face and like getting the materia back in Final Fantasy VII. And I was like, that's cool, I guess. I don't really know what's going on in this game. And then I went back to my best friend's house and he had played it with another kid. And he's like, you, there's this game that you have to see. It's called Final Fantasy VII. Like, it's amazing. It's the most amazing game in the world. And you have to see it. And so he saved up to buy a PlayStation and his mom paid the taxes and he got Final Fantasy VII and he didn't have a memory card. <laughs> so same same kind of story from that side of the everybody's experiences is like, we didn't have a memory card and we had Final Fantasy VII to play it. And I think was the only we, one that didn't have to go through that because he was playing on SNES. So oh, back when it was no, so hard we're, saving. We're, I know, I know, we're gonna get to it later. But let me Hold foreshadow. On. Let me foreshadow uh, for the rest of the podcast. I fucking hate the original Final Fantasy VII. Anyway, Hold on now. Here. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> oh gosh, we'll get um, there in a second. Yeah. The ex- playing through Final Fantasy VII with my friend, I thought that particular game was great, but I didn't really care about the series at all. I didn't think about it at all. I just thought, oh, that's popular enough. Two different people had talked about it. So that's cool. I want to play that, but I don't have a PlayStation. And they're like, oh, there's Final Fantasy three. You can play that because I have that and it's similar. And it's like, okay, so I played Final Fantasy three. That's six, on, as I on. call it earlier. Oh, OK. You, and mean, I, you mean six, right? On like, yeah. English six? And I okay. and I thought holy shit, this is the exact same thing, but even better. There's like more customization to the characters and the story is there and it's on the system I own, Super Nintendo. Amazing. And then I tried to rent it. (laughs) And so they didn't have it for rent. It was out. And so the first night I got Mystic Quest and I didn't know what it was and I was like, this is not the same and I didn't play it. I didn't even give it a chance. I didn't even listen to the cool music. I just didn't play it. (laughs) And then... uh, the next time I went back to the rental store because they took back the rental and gave me a different game as a courtesy, we got Final Fantasy 2. And so instead of 6, which I wanted to play and have my be my first Final Fantasy, which is like the first time I played the game, not when I watched my friends do it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up playing 4 first. And I was like, this is incredibly basic compared to what I'm expecting. And it sucks. And then I, by the end of the game, I was like, this game is amazing. I love it. <laughs> and I was sold. Nice. I was sold on the series. And then that was that four actually, talking, right? What? That was four. four right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'll, four. I'll, English I'll, too. I'll, I'll, I'll preference like to anyone who doesn't understand. Uh, in in <laughs> yeah. English, two was released as four and three was released as six. It's very confusing, but. Other way around. I'm, Other way around. So in Japanese, they were four and six, but in English. They yeah, two and three, two and four, or sorry, or yeah, two and three, right. yeah, two and three, that's, yeah. That's, that's what three. I meant. So you're right, but yeah, they, and then they, they jumped were, to seven. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were. It was, it's a little confusing, but yeah, continue. Um, that as was previously referenced, um, Final Fantasy four led to me eventually being able to rent and beat Final Fantasy six, and while I was doing that at the same time, my buddy who had the PlayStation had discovered like, oh there's this other Final Fantasy game that nobody has and it wasn't released in English and you have to use a program to play it. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And that was actually my foray into emulators. The first two games I ever played emulated were Final Fantasy V, the fan translation, 
And like that was the earliest days of the ZSNES, like the old, old emulators that we used. Oh, achieved. God. That, I haven't heard that in years. That's the good <laughs> shit. And then on top of that, the second game I emulated was Pokemon Silver. <laughs> like that's how far old this is. Like, like it was in color. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> that's funny because like when I first and that's like a common theme, it sounds like about playing Final Fantasy and then that opening up a gateway to like emulation just to play all these other kind of games from that same time period or from that console. Because I remember yeah. doing the same thing when. I wanted to play some games and I didn't know how. And then a friend was just like, dude, it's a Super Nintendo. It is old as fuck. You just download an emulator and then you can get all these games. That's actually the first um, my first time playing Chrono Trigger on like the old mm. school iMac that our family had is like the uh, family Damn. computer and stuff. And there was like an, uh, another game that I can't remember. But yeah, fucking um, those games is like a, for me when I first played five and six is when I bought the Final Fantasy Anthology collection for PSX. Yep. And I remember uh, also getting the player's guide that I still have to this day and like sitting in my basement um, and playing the game and like going through uh, just like five. And it felt like it took forever to kind of like move along with the story. Six, I tried playing, but like six has always like eluded me. It's been the game that I've tried to play and then I played for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then I just I just don't get further than that. I just never gotten further in playing the game. But I know like the whole story and the premise and how like the characters are very unique because it seems uh, or correct me if I'm wrong on this, but like the job class is kind of like integrated with so many different characters. And that's where you got the customization from, right? Six kind of carries. Six kind of carries. Six carries like a built-in job system where people have assigned classes, but you don't get to switch them around. That's what. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah the the PS the PSX offered two two throwbacks. It offered Final Fantasy Anthology, which was five and six, and it offered Final Fantasy Origins, which was Final Fantasy one and two with remastered music. And then it did Chronicles. It had Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy four on it. Yes, I've been a pand- version of Chrono, uh, Chrono Trigger there. I've been really? pandering over Chron- uh, Chrono Trigger lately because uh, Theater Rhythm just added all the Chrono Trigger, their Chrono Trigger music to it. <clears throat> so. Definitive way to play Chrono Trigger is the DS version. Um, the PS1 version has extremely long loading times that make it very inefficient to play. <laughs> it's just. Like it's got some cool novel cutscenes, but there's just a much better translation, much better loading times, much better menus, and much better like a bonus content in the DS version. I mean, counterpoint, counterpoint, odd tangent. Final Fantasy Tactics on the PSP is considered the the superior version. It has frame rate issues and load time issues, but it has so much more content that the pros outweigh the cons, and it is considered the, the better version. So that version is actually available on iOS for the and Lions? Android. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, it has incredibly unintuitive controls. Oh, that's well, it's, I mean, it is more it's, it's held back really by its controls, like the loading times and the frame rate issues in in the PSP version can be fixed with patches on emulators well, the the yeah the so, problem like, with that's the, the definitive way to play if it. you had a summoner and you chose to use a summon command it would drop to like three frames a second for no reason the psp it's not even not just summons that. it's Is not it? even just summons it's i remember it's it being all summons magic. was the worst 
it's by i guess all so, yeah. magic all magic drops the frame rate by like half and like the game just slows down and you're like okay <laughs> like Fuck final this. fantasy tactics has got to be oh. my favorite final fantasy of all time but you can't count it among the numbered final fantasy i would consider it a spin-off mm-hmm. obviously but oh, so um bef- just want to jut in there because we're kind of like talking about Oh, yeah, sorry. The the first Final Fantasies and everything. What is the newest Final Fantasy everybody has played? Oh, this is a really 14. good question. 14. I played through um so and I have an interesting like history with 14. I'll be back. I have an interesting histi- history with 14 because I pre-ordered 14, me too, and played it in its garbage, unplayable, empty world that sucks state that was the <laughs> characters were incredibly pretty, and that was fucking it. Uh um but yeah, I played through that. I was like, okay, cool, uh this sucks and stopped playing it. Uh when it came back, like when when Yoshi P actually like revived it and brought it yeah. back, I played it after that and I was like, wow, they really came pretty far on this. But I didn't they get did that build far up onto to that it. change too. Like there's story oh, yeah. that happened in the world and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they actually like built it have up the, into a story. I around. still have the absolutely pointless garbage collector's edition of the PC version sitting on mm-hmm. my desk in my room with the like the token for like logging in and like the security and everything and like <laughs> for fourteen I, or for eleven I, for fourteen. Yeah, I still have it. It was like yeah, the last I played major the, collector's edition I bought. <laughs> I played a good chunk of A Realm Reborn like when they first launched it, and then I fell off the series, or okay. I fell off the game for quite a while. I came back um, for not the most recent expansion. Uh, what, uh, what is, so it's Endwalker right now. Uh, Shadowbringer. No, nope. so they, they've gone a long way. So Endwalker, I think, is the current one. They yeah, just so like it actually brings release, everything right? to... Well, Endwalker's the current one. So it's the fourth wow. expansion. Um, and it, then... Are they winding it down? Is that why it's called that? Or is it just well, so a cool name? It's really interesting. So they, they, they've actually taken this story that's evolved over all the expansions, and they've brought that to a close in Endwalker. Mm-hmm. but they're planning to create a more like a new storyline because that brings kind of a close to everything that has happened with like Hylian and um, uh, Rain, please engage. I just want to clarify. I haven't played any of the expansion stuff. I played a little bit of Rim Reborn. I got to like level 30 and I dropped it. So they basically took like the, the overarching storyline of all of 14 to this point and they brought mm-hmm. that to a conclusion. Okay. Um, but I I haven't played that. I played uh, Shadowbringers, which is a very interesting thing. As you get kind of transported to a completely alternate, like I wouldn't say an alternate universe, but it's like an alternate version of the setting. Mm-hmm. And the storytelling is just oh, it's so good for a for an MMO RPG. The storytelling is unmatched. It's hmm. it's so good. There were points in the story where I legit like had tears in my eyes because it was just it was very 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 good. Um, <laughs> it, it was new, it what's was your up newest there. JDK. 
What was the most recent one that I played? Um, yeah. Well, I guess you mean like played and completed, right? Because I think I would probably have to say the Final Fantasy like, VII what's remake. What's the last new Final Fantasy you finished? Mm. Not what's the most recent thing that came out or was re-released. Like what? Oh, is like in the like in the, the sense of like one Final up Fantasy. through one up through fifteen type deal. Yeah. Uh, fifteen. I played fifteen, but I didn't get too far with it. Um, okay. Seven seven remake counts. Yeah, that's fair too. Yep. I mean, seven remake. I went balls deep in because I'm not gonna lie. Like it's it is one of my favorites. Jam. Pretty that came much out after fifteen, and you uh, yeah, I that's gonna be the one finished that like yeah end to end. Yeah, it was the first game I actually streamed on Twitch too when I there first started right on my uh, nice. PS4, and then like it's actually I was playing through it, and I was just like, wow, why don't I just fucking actually stream this? Because like Waffles, one of my other mods, told me that like you can just go live from your PlayStation, dude like you yes, that's yeah. all you need to do that and if i would have known that like months before like covid PS5 and all that should happen well i that too <clears throat> the ps5 is also really good too like even when i had my computer issues a couple weeks back and i was doing jedi uh fallen order on there like i went back and watched my vod like it's crispy everything's fucking crispy on that sense of putting it out but yeah if i had to say the most recent final fantasy i played it was the uh, remakes uh for seven i did play six again i started to try getting into that there like months back uh on my birthday which is now seven months ago but uh yeah no seven would be mine what was yours dhr uh, what about your yours pooba i can talk in a second oh yeah um hmm if we go spinoff wise theater rhythm um <laughs> yep i went balls deep on it uh my wife as a gift gave me the all season pass collection so every time they release more music for it i'm all in i'm a big how much does that cost uh, like 120 bucks, give or take. 120 um, bucks Canadian. Yeah, yeah, not not cheap. Um, but I mean, it's got near music in it. Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, uh, World Ends with You. Like they're they're adding all the Square Enix stuff now. Yeah, right yes. in the back, as as well as like interesting challenges and like make your party and stuff. It's it's a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game. But I if you were to say, game, but yeah, it, if you were gonna say a main game, main game. Um. Played and complete or played? I mean, JDK played 15 but didn't finish it. So, what did you, where did you stop? Where'd um, you stop? Played 15. Played Super remake. disappointed with it for very specific reasons, but like 15 was nothing more than a tech demo. <laughs> so, if we go from there, dabbled in a tiny bit of 14 just to check the story, but never really got into it. Played 11. Um, no 7 remake? I did play the 7 remake. Uh, funny enough, didn't finish it. Um, however, I had nothing but praise for it. I didn't finish it because I actually rage quit on a really stupid encounter boss. Uh, I refused to go back to Which it one? because, um, there's a boss where you're stuck. I think it's in Shinra tower and you have to use Barrett. And I refuse to level Barrett for anything. Cause I think he's super useless. Barrett's in that so good. Game. I think he's super useless in that game. Here we go. I'm going to get shit on. Um, but that's a poop hot take. Everyone enjoy that. So, there's plenty more where this came. Uh, so, <laughs> so skill issue i didn't level barrett and i kept getting killed and killed and killed because he's super useless at this point of the game but i can't go back and level him because i didn't make any secondary saves so i'm just frustrated with this fight and i'm like you know what i know how this game ends already i don't care <laughs> i just never went back to it uh that said um you did that with you the remake the game. it's free yeah it was free on playstation yeah i remember um, that i was pretty jaded yeah. about that to be honest but yeah yeah, yeah, so I, I played it. I played it for free. Uh, I did enjoy it uh, overall. I skill issue that I got stuck has nothing to do with the game. It's just me being dumb. 
didn't level up. It's the same thing with uh, anyone who's played FF10 knows, oh, you didn't level Kamari and you got to the mountains? Prepare to eat shit and never Don't remind me. game ever. Like, congratulations, because now you have to play a boss fight with only Kamari and he's going to die every six seconds and enjoy never progressing. <laughs> so Go back and grind like yeah, everyone and, else. And I don't care. Anyone says Kamari is a bad character oh, and he's useless. He's useless Kamari. mechanically. He's useless plot wise. Anyway, sorry. Tangent. Kamari sucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, 15 was probably the most recent I played, the most recent I completed. Um, I know my buddy wants me to play Strangers of Paradise. Apparently that's a fun time. Uh, co-op's broken. Uh, wow. I'm going to have to say 13 did not give 2 and 3 a chance. Uh, I want to. I hear 13.2 is amazing. 13.3 you can skip. But I hear 13.2 is underrated. Correct. Um, so I want to go back and try those. 12, I have played to completion. I have my issues with that too. But the story was decent enough that I finished it. Um, and then 10 and 10, too. Yeah. So like kind of those in those in that range. Yeah. If you're talking like if you're talking main Final Fantasies and like the last one played and completed, I could probably only give you an honest answer for uh, 10, which is crazy because that goes back to when that game released. So but DHR, I want to know what yours is, actually. I have played and completed every mainline Final Fantasy, excluding all of the offline ones, so or the online ones. So I haven't played eleven uh, all the way through. I do own it. I did play it and try so many times, but it took so long to make parties, I couldn't finish it. And I did, of course, get into eleven and uh, Realm Reborn, or sorry, fourteen <laughs> and Realm Reborn. I played a bunch of that and got up to level thirty. But I've played. Every single game, I've beaten them all uh, in the mainline series. So 15, 12, 13, um, you know, and back. <laughs> nice. um, the most recent game, I guess, that I've played and completed then is Final Fantasy VII 2. <laughs> uh, it's our <laughs> remake. Oh, the, the, the joke, yeah. Be like, you better not, you better not be talking about Dirge of Cerberus because I'm going to kick you in the head. Oh God! <laughs> Way back in the PS2 we days, we don't talk about Dirge of Cerberus. I mean, it's canonical if you go by the DLC Fantasy Seven remake. Ta-da! Oh, it's been it's been canon since Advent Children. That was basically. Let me let, me let me let me know when it's the shit on Pooba. Uh, segment because man I'm gonna shit on FF7 so hard the it shit was... on Poopa variety hour <laughs> it yep. was always canon it was always announced as canon when they said they're expanding Final Fantasy 7 every single part True. of that announcement that's say Final Fantasy AC BC DC CC so that is Advent Wait, Children you, you Before Crisis are you, are you talking about Before Crisis on cell phone yeah Oh, Advent Children, Before Crisis, Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerebus, and Remake. <laughs> They're all canon. Quick poop so, educational disclaimer. Before Crisis is a flip phone cell phone game that follows the exploits of the Turks. And it's yeah. so overpriced and boring. Yeah, it's, it's mostly so focuses boring. on Elena and Tencent's discovery. <laughs> you bought it? I did. <laughs> How did you buy it? Did you like I, get a, I a had, market cell phone? Yeah, let's hear no, the story. I, no, no, I played it when it came out. I did. I Was did it available? Because, in... because my, my daddy where paid for my cell phone bill at the time and never looked at the bill. So where, I just where? purchased it off my phone. But how what did you market? play it, though? Is that available in? 
Because it wasn't released in Canada, right? It was only in the U.S., I thought. That's I right. And I had to jailbreak the shit out of my phone to play it. <laughs> I didn't even know it was available in the U.S. I thought it was Jap- Where there's a will. Japanese only. Uh, so there were there were illegal translations of it. You could play it. You had to jailbreak your phone and you had to pay scammers. Uh, like we're talking double the price. Play this fucking game. To be fair, to be fair, there's a huge market right now for people who are trying to preserve and save that era of phone game because they have a fondness for it. And it's the like same Final, as like Final Fantasy record keeper and Mobius and all that. Oh my no, God. No, like, I mean, just like cell phone games that are almost for like lost old media. school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like old yeah. school, like chocolate bar, cell phone, cell phone games. I There's a that. community of people who want to preserve that stuff okay. because it, yeah. Like it's a really people, old monster hunter game that was only released for a certain brand of cell phone in Japan. Oh, really? That has been preserved through one of the people in the fandom spending inordinate amounts of money to get a device of this specific type that it was released for and had a copy installed and, you know, getting that out. That's just like people that have like uh, copies of PT still installed on their PS3, though. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. good point. Because, yeah, that's preservation of media is a very important thing. All right. I got all right. I got so, so so I've had a few drinks. So yeah. I will I'm gonna I'm gonna launch a segment. Why Pooba doesn't like FF seven, the essay. So we're talking about um the Final Fantasy games like before Crisis, Crisis Core, um then there's what after that was main Final Fantasy, Advent Children, and then Dirge of Cerberus, all of them considered as canon. I mean, Pooby, yeah. you said, for example, it's not one of your favorites, even though it's probably one of the more beloved of the whole okay. series. So, oh, yeah, I, I got a whole essay on this, but I'm going to I'm going to make it quick and I expect everyone to be against me. I'm used to it. That's fine. Valid. But seven, seven gets my ire because I was a and d kid very early on. AD&D, for those who know, like second edition. ADHD. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I learned. I, I had a lot of I had a lot of friends that were older than me, so I got into Magic the Gathering after Pokemon. It like turned me off Pokemon. I got into D and D, all that kind of stuff. I had friends that were about four to five years my senior, and that's that's kind of how I grew up with that. Um, but like my issue was seven, is I played it, and the internet wasn't a thing back then. I didn't find out till later that seven had so many English translation issues. Like you have no idea how bad it was. Yeah, it's, their, it's, their translation of the of the original is bad. It's bad because isn't That's like Cloud's say, name like supposed to be Cloud Stra- or Claude Strauss or some shit like that? I think I, I can't. I can't remember. But here's my thing: I played seven, and at the time, I had already played a lot of 3D games, and everyone's like, seven's amazing because 3D." And I'm like, "Okay, but if you take away the 3D, it's a bad game. It's a bad game." If you put this in SNES graphics, this story is bad. It's just bad. The villain is bad. The characters are not likable. They're bad. I can write a better story on a fucking napkin. And like, I, to this day, that's why I praise the remake. The remake fixed things I hated. It fixed the plot holes. Now, hear me out. Any game that has to come out with a cell phone game and six spinoffs to explain itself isn't a good game. It's it, it's just using these other games to try and make the first game good. 
I don't think you need any of those games to understand Final Fantasy VII, though. Like you really don't. Hi, I'm Kate like, Sith Two for no reason at all. I showed up right now. Why? Because Kate Sith One died, and I'm Kate Sith Two. <laughs> I, I will. Mean, you, you got me there, but <laughs> yeah. So the, that's just there, Shinra there dropping Terminators, though. Yeah, okay, I should start by saying the praises I give Seven. The music, iconic, fantastic. You can't argue with it. Love it. Golden Saucer. I mean, fuck, come on. Golden Saucer is great. I give it that. The hidden bosses. Interesting. Fine. The battle system, not bad. I won't hate on it. Very the fast. Story. The story, I just... I just couldn't. I just couldn't. And I will also say, 7 is my second least favorite. 8. I hate everything about 8. You will never convince me otherwise. I just hate 8. I, I hate everything about 8. There's nothing I like about 8. That that goes well with a narrative that I want to talk about later. But all right, I'm game. I'm game. Uh, seven is just. I wanted to like a lot of the characters. I wanted to like the story. I just until the end of the game, I was so bored. The beginning of the game starts interesting, and then it's oh, you have to leave this city, this interesting city. Also, the world is empty as shit, and all the characters outside it are country bumpkin rednecks who don't mean anything. Enjoy. Sid means nothing. Yuffie means nothing. Red means nothing. Change my mind. They're, they're token characters that you could literally replace with cardboard boxes, and you never know the difference. One throws ninja stars. One's a dog. One is, I'm the inventor, and I'm super smart, but I'm also a dick. Well, Yuffie and- holds precedence, so because of Utai's war going on with Shinra, though, and that's something that I don't think you can actually just pick up from the original game as it came out on Final Fantasy True. VII, because I wasn't able to actually pick up on that until any of the further series came out, and, and that's even, I mean, like... They talk about it in the game. When you go to Utai, though, much. but, like, it's it's one not, of the things not that in it's... in an interesting way. It's also not like a place that you need to go to actually like hold yourself still to the main story. You don't even need to get Yuffie for the matter of fact. Ooh, Her and Vincent I, are completely like optional characters. Quick yeah. quick side note. It's very rare, but if you have an original FF7, do this to your friend. If you can figure out, and it's possible, it's just very RNG, if you can get them to the hidden ninja village before acquiring Yuffie, you soft lock the entire game. They're fucked. The nice. entire game is soft locked and there's nothing they can do. You can't leave the village without Yuffie, but you can't get Yuffie without leaving the village. It will soft lock the game, and it's hilarious. But it's also extreme. Like, you got to almost try to do it. It's very difficult. But if yeah. you manage to do it, it soft locks the game. And well, you need game. Yuffie to encounter that cutscene, though, when you first land on, like, Wutai when you're on the world map, and you don't even get there until you get the high wind anyway. Yeah, it's you can do it. Like I said, it's crazy RNG. And also, very difficult. I got to say, too, Sid is just the token character that's throughout all the Final Fantasies. Like you were mentioning before, and for those that don't know, Final Fantasy roots itself with Moggles, Chocobos, a character named Sid, and I'm trying it's to think... Crystals. And the, well, crystals. I guess, no, the crystals aren't referenced in 7. There's no, no reference most, to anything. Most of the Final Fantasies... Materia is the crystal. Oh, okay, Fantasy, yes. So. And, and Sephiroth is the only black mage. I will fucking... Can, yeah, I'll concede to that notion. No, <laughs> um, for real, if you actually look at his character design and you actually pulled all the other Final Fantasies, I thought about this like on so many different tangents. He literally is the resemblance of a black mage that tries to take over the whole fucking world that fuses with the live stream. I'll give you this, Puba. Final Fantasy VII has the most wackiest fucking story, and I 
I think that's the only reason that it's held in popularity because it, it goes through the most bizarre forms of character development. But there's in that character development that every character experiences, there's something for everybody from the so whole. Me, you go ahead. Yeah. Hey, well, I was going to say, let me let me give seven a break on one thing. Can I Until, can I say one thing first? Sorry. Mm-hmm, sure. mm-hmm. Yeah. A black mage is a class of characters that can class can cast spells. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I'm speaking a, metaphorically with that reference. Within obviously. Final Fantasy, for anybody who yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah, know yeah. what a black mage Obviously. is, oh, I know what he's you. getting yes, at. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Sorry. until six, until six, are you know, so Final Fantasy six or three, whatever. Final Fantasy was rooted in fantasy there was no steampunk there was no nothing six changed that and it was so popular that seven was like shit future tech is the way to go that's the way to go that's where we're going with it and i can't argue with that i get where they i get where that came from and like you can see it too like one to five is nothing but dragons magic swords and then six is like, damn, what is this? What do you mean, Magitek? What is this? Awesome, Max! Holy crap! What if we made that 3D? Like, I don't blame them for that. Six was extremely big for them. So seven, it obviously, was, it was just... the Western breakout before seven, which like just demolished it. Exactly. Like they they knew what they were doing, and I will I will give the disclaimer of my opinion is highly highly unpopular seven is an amazing game beloved by all i just have my gripes with it so i honestly agree with a lot of your points that end boss music (laughs) no i said the music was great seven's music seven soundtrack is like don't get me wrong one winged angel is iconic you see that in reference in so many other forms of pop culture and i should probably also say too i'm also doing this like discussion that we're having i assume a lot of people that are listening already know a lot of the stuff that we're talking about with final fantasy if you don't my Mm -hmm. apologies you can go pick that up on your own but again (laughs) there is a lot of stuff of references if we actually have to stop and like pit stop every single fucking thing like that then we're just not going to continue pushing on like we should right so let's just keep that in mind boys but anyway what yeah. is a black mage anyways well it's one of my favorite classes though i mean it's my it's my literal avatar and this, on, this is true it is Pooba's literal avatar and it's also your literal avatar because of nine as well too right and vv <laughs> is that correct man so my, my actual avatar is from 8-bit theater which is an old webcomic that's since i knew uh, it i knew yes, it yes it's bm <laughs> from 8-bit theater but uh yes vv is the iconic black mage for me uh nine holds a lot of nostalgia that said i don't put it on a pedestal and assume it's just better than every final fantasy it is my nostalgic one there are a lot of issues with nine that i could easily like i could i could pick it apart did um, we all play nine? Biggest, the biggest problem is not the battle me. system you didn't play I nine did not play nine do you know about the story though no. Mm, interesting. But you it's played the six, one though. game I'm completely in the dark about. You should right. play it it's then, got, honestly. It's an amazing story, I think, in most regards. In it's like a try to return to classic roots yes. game for Final Fantasy. And it has a very good story with very good characters. I would just say that it has the worst battle system in like it's the first nine Final Fantasy. So it wanted it wanted to return to a hybrid system of the old school Final Fantasy meets the fast pace of eight and nine, uh, seven seven and eight. Sorry, um, yeah. and it's way it, too it, slow. It hit the hammer on the head. It hit the nail on the head with that. It hit the hammer on the head. Fuck me. Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and it it did well. It it did great, but it wasn't. People thought they wanted that, but they didn't. 
It, no. It's a very basic system that functions, but it's not interesting. It really isn't. Especially um, the limit breaks are all fucked up because you never get to use them when you want to have them. No. Like, trans, what's it called? Trans, trans, trans mode. Yeah. Trans mode is literally, it, it's very situational. You can't force it. Totally get it. Oh, but to be fair, 7 was the same way. Se, 7 and 9 really have be... that same issue. What do you mean um, you can't seven, force it? You could force seven it. And nine, 7 and 8 have like really good application of limit breaks, I think. Like, well, What's the di- I think okay, eight, okay. Eight, I challenge you. What's the difference between seven and nine? What's the difference between trance and limit break? Um, when you don't, when you don't grind out the game, Final Fantasy VII, you can access your limit breaks a lot easier and on like kind of a pseudo command. So when you know what you're doing on subsequent playthroughs, you can use limit breaks as like a fucking clutch moment to just break through the game. Whereas with nine, you can't do that at all. It's just there for th- theme. That transmitter the builds. It slow okay. builds. It's so okay. slow. It's so slow to even get it. That like yeah. you'd have to be losing so hard on any one given boss. You'll never lose that hard. It's There's well, no, it's like no it, way. Unless, unless you have high tide equipped. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah, high tide does improve it, but it's still bad. No, and, and I, I, will that, say, I will like, say, I will you, say, you yes. can crank the shit out of the ATB so that it's a hundred percent as fast as it can be. And yeah. the game still feels like molasses. No, that's Especially true. Especially if you play eight or ten. Ten. You play ten and you try and go hey, back to nine. Ten, ten, oh my god, unquote, you can't do it. Ten's limit break system, in my opinion, took seven and nine, fused them together, and made a better system. Because every character you could choose what the limit break system was. Exactly. So good. um but so with nine, like my big thing with it that turned it nostalgic was obviously the length of it. It was four discs as opposed to three. Um characters were likable all in their own way you would hate eight some was, of them no matter what it was four discs so too eight was four discs yeah yeah, yeah eight did it eight, first eight's eight's four wasn't discs. wasn't nine on ps2 though no, no ps1 no 10 is the first the first ps2 was 10 um nine was at the end of the psx life cycle um 2000 2001 what is it 2000? yeah it was it was a beautiful game don't get me wrong but i know eight i know eight did the fourth disc but like it almost didn't need to I mean, nine did nine had a little bit more to its fourth disc, but I felt eight was like you get to the end of the game and it just rushes you along to the end boss. Well, that's uh, the whole point. By the time like, that you load the fourth disc, the most of the the meat and potatoes of the game is in discs one, two, and three, and then four is just for when you want to do cleanups like side quests that you didn't get to, and then also when you do oh, the time there's, skip there's stuff too. in nine, you can lock <clears> yourself out of if you got to disc four from three. Both, you can, you can both yourself. of them both of them final fantasy 8 and final fantasy 9 both of those games have huge lockouts for the rest of the game so like worst lockout worst lockout award goes to ff9 you could lock yourself out of fire 3 ice 3 and thunder 3 if you got to disc 4 without getting them you could never get them again you'd screw yourself out of the final elemental spells you can get them from something can't you from the octagon rod you can't buy the octagon rod in final and disc 4 only in disc 3 i mean why wouldn't you buy that spell how stupid is that how stupid is that? I know. No, but who would miss? Who would skip that spell? Like, well, oh, I don't have enough don't money right now. No, I hear you. I hear you. But I've done <laughs> it. I've done it. Oh, I've done God. it trying to do a speed run for Excalibur 2 on PSX back before internet days. I, uh, I know and... that that really sucks. I know that that really sucks. But Final Fantasy eight has the worst end game out of any Final Fantasy. Oh, locking you out of menu items? No, the entire world is basically cut off from you. You can't go back mm-hmm. into any of the towns. You get railroaded. Finish, 
any quests. It's literally just like it's only what you start on that disc that you can do. Oh, you're talking about when you go to Almacia's castle. Yeah, when you get to disc four. The game tells you, though. It tells you in disc three. It says, like, if you do this. I'm talking about seven. Let's let's talk about eight. I'll let you guys talk about eight, and then we'll... Hold on, hold on. I just... Okay. We kind of touched on on something, and I kind of want to talk about it. Uh, it's kind of related to eight, but it's yeah. kind of a new okay. topic. It's, have it's the kind of the perce- open up, have the floor. It's the perception of popularity in the Final Fantasy series. Okay. Okay. So, like, my first Final Fantasy of, as I said, was Final Fantasy four, but the first new Final Fantasy I ever got to play, the one that was brand new coming out when I was finally anticipating it, because everything had been released when I played it, oh. was eight. So when Final Fantasy VIII hit, people didn't like VIII as much as they liked Seven, right? <clears throat> so right off the bat, the first new Final Fantasy I ever played was on the decline. People were like, yeah, it's not as good as Seven. It's got some good moments, but there's a lot of disappointment around it. And that was cool. But then eight, nine came out, and people were like, oh, that game, that game's kind of, it's not that good. You know, like, Seven was better Six was better. Six is the best Final Fantasy in the world. And then, like, that whole narrative basically stayed right up until, like, 13. Like, every time a new Final Fantasy game would come out, they're like, yeah, the last couple ones were better. But, like, I don't think I've ever been a fan of Final Fantasy when people said this is the best thing ever and it only gets better. I've only seen it on the decline. And, like even though it was on the decline sales numbers grew from eight and nine and 10 and 10 especially has like a huge, like a new fan base of people and who, who love that game. But like the and, actual, like the old and, fans, and are like, greatest, yeah, it's fine. It's not my greatest good. hit too. So it, it well, when it, really when it interesting hit. thing about nine is that it actually didn't sell as much as seven or eight in yeah, either North a, America or Japan. It's low. My interesting point about eight was that coming from someone who did not own a PlayStation, eight was the first title that I was I, I'm pretty sure it was the second Final Fantasy I played simply because it was released a few months after the PS release on PC in North America. I remember playing the demos for it and being blown away where you could only access like the training area. You could go fight the like the giant the T-Rex. T-Rex in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that game. There was a lot. That, that game has so many problems. It like narratively, it's 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 a fucking train wreck, an absolute train wreck of none of this makes oh, sense and this yeah. is all stupid. Well, we'll avoid the fan. <laughs> we'll avoid the fan theory of Squall died at X point. I love it's, that theory. That's my favorite I've, theory. The I've, 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 heard, I've theory. heard all about it. I love it. I, I love it. I want to. I want to. I want to put this to the floor. The draw system is bad. You will no, not fuck you. Otherwise, the draw system is stupid. No, it's awesome. It's unique. It's an interesting way to not only like min max your stats and like different things like that because you can, you know, if you draw rare magic somewhere, you don't ever cast it. You use it own like Ultima. You, you don't it. fucking cast Ultima. You keep Ultima and you use it junction a stat like HP and have stupid high HP really early in the game. Can I that, that, that was my can I say something about the draw system? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um 
I I get that people didn't like it, but I think Final Fantasy VIII has some of the best RPG gameplay in the entire series. It's the story that fails it where you don't really kind of get a lot of completion on it, but the actual mechanics of mm-hmm, building mm-hmm. your team by min-maxing their stats through the draw system is really cool. It, it was incredibly sucks. rewarding. It sucks as a magic system because you don't ever really want to use it, but the the kind of journey to find all the best stuff to max your stats is really fun and the fact that you can use it to build characters like no other final fantasy up to that point is really cool and people overlook how how much you can min max that game how much you can optimize the build of the the characters and focus on like you want to be elemental that's cool you want to have status elements that's cool you want to be invincible to these things that's cool you can do all of it in that game in a way that you couldn't do without looking up a wiki in other games like i think the junction system makes it so accessible that anybody who does put actual like two seconds into playing the game and can i don't know maybe play it twice you play it once for the story and then the second time you play it you just play it for the for the fun of it you can play that game and it's so fun it's like building pokemon like you can just crush the game you can literally crush the game because if you, can you know though so well because i have a hot take on that because uh well i mean uh, i had the guide and i didn't even read it as a kid i just mastered this game on my own and i was like i was peak final fantasy when this came out so i like i'm i, I have a that's my hot take is like if you are willing to learn a game when you were at that point in your youth where that's the optimal game for you that's amazing like when when i hear the story of how final fantasy 7 is like a shitty game it's like but I played that game like three years earlier than what yeah. it sounds like Puba played that game. So like the- my perception is totally different because there wasn't 3D games on computers and there was more RPGs and stuff that people had played that were basic in comparison. I so just draw, want to mirror. The draw system, I'll wait till JDK and Sin have had their say and I'll, I'll, I'll go into it with you. I just want to kind of <laughs> oh, mirror yeah. like what, what DHR was saying about the you draw system. Like yeah. it it rewarded you for engaging with it and like figuring out how it worked. Like you could take the same magic and junction it. Oh, hundred percent. A bunch I of different stats and a bunch of different things. And it does wildly different things. So GS. for someone like me, yeah, like the GS and the junctioning of GS and summoning and all that system. Like for someone like me who likes fucking around and like messing around with stuff and like playing around to see, okay, what can, what wacky stuff can I get away with in a battle? I really engaged with that. On the flip side, I could see how people who don't want to engage with that sort of system or just want, you know, a more like a more traditional Final Fantasy experience wouldn't enjoy it that much. But I personally loved it. Like it it tickled my fancy 100 percent. And, I mean, yeah. I'm forever biased because it was my first one that I played through. And my hot take is that I felt the junctioning system was difficult to understand and grasp at that age for me. Because I that's my first time trying to play one of those games where you would maximize certain stats based on what you had equipped from different types of magic um, or what you have. And yeah, the draw system, if you did not use that, then you would be missing out on half of the Guardian Forces, if not more. Because at some oh, point... I missed half of them the first time, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. at, at some point you don't get more GFs if you're not 
not drawing them from there, but also from enemies that you encountered too, which I also thought was interesting because that's you, how you get siren is when you do the whole dolet tower and then you draw it from oh, the yeah. baddie there. Right. And then also, um, there was the other one too, that was a carbuncle. And I remember like that also too, was like, these were all side things. You don't have to do any of this shit to actually What's like hold winged one. Uh, siren was uh, from Dolet um, Tower with That's that boss. Silence one. What's the yeah. wind one? That's the uh, fucking the dude train one. The... No, no, it's, it's like it's the guy with the big bag of air, and he's like sucks it up. He's like a weird lumpy blob it, thing. The most interesting thing about it is that it made emergent gameplay come out. Where like as soon as I got a place to draw sleep, I immediately used sleep to put that enemy to sleep. And yeah. then drew 99 sleep on all characters, just had maximum sleep to use later to put more enemies to sleep, to draw their magic from them and just have this massive stockpile. Like it was a, and it took a while. Like it was not a fast or optimal or easy way to play the game, but it was just like it drew me to mm. want to do that. It was like so, a Pokemon got to catch them all. Last moment. thing I want to say though, before I hand it back over to Puba though, is that what I found though the best way to crack the game in Final Fantasy VIII, and it did come across a little bit in nine card game. If you can master the fucking card game, you get all the top cards right at the end of the game. There's a place where you can actually exchange the cards for items. You get a hundred set up on every single item you need. You don't even need to worry about all um, at that point. You just basically keep fucking hawking shit until the game's over. And when I figure that shit out, I'm like, okay, this is how I crack it whenever I play it. So that was my take. Triple Tribe was fucking awesome. Triple, triple, that's triple, try, triple try was all right. Nine overcomplicated the the card game for no reason. I don't know what the hell that was about. Nine's I, card I, system is kind of junk. Nine, <laughs> nine's card system is you better have the wiki open. Pretty much. Um, and back then there was no wiki. Yeah. Um, so my issue with the draw system, and I guess it's because I'm a different type, different type of player, right? So the way I viewed it is, oh. I, all I have to do is draw 99 of this spell and I'm broken. Oh, well, that's not challenging. Oh, I want to use one spell. Your stats go down. You're punished for using magic. Get fucked. I hated that. That made no sense to me. And then topple that with, by the way, all the characters in this game are so bland and one-dimensional. Enjoy. And I was just like, I, I hate this game. Why is this the follow-up to 7? Like, I, I didn't understand. There were a few aspects I enjoyed, but like eight made no sense to me. It was like, it's using the same engine as seven, but we somehow made the game worse. Also, flashback, now you got to be Squall's dad, who's super cool, but you can be him for a fraction of the game, and then we're going to throw you back to this guy who makes no sense. But you mean the dad and that walked awful. out on him and then sent all of them to live at the orphanage that like one of the main evil yep. characters was the owner of? Yep. Along with Sid, by the way, because Sid's yep. in every Final Fantasy. Oh, And then they dropped laguna wholesale in the story too yeah it, it that's just my take on president of s president of i'll agree that final fantasy 8 is probably one of the worst and hardest to follow storylines in if a lot you of don't the final know, fantasy games yeah if you don't know about the squall's dead theory and if you also don't know that ultimisia is literally just renoa in like the future <laughs> i don't if somebody calls spoilers on a fucking 20 year old game they can go fuck themselves but that is it's basically just a, it's just a, a theory too is that just a theory? Because I thought that was actually something that's kind of prevalent. Even like her final summon, the Guardian Force is Griever, which is basically like Squall's fucking necklace yep. character, right? So like that's that's the most prevalent like 
the only uh, kind of evidence that you can say, but it's no no yeah. official say that Omicia is basically what Renoa would have been came if she would have had the dark sorceress still in her, which they encountered when you go into space and you fight what was it, sorceress Ada or whatever the hell it is. Adele. Let me just stop you there. Let me let me stop you there. That sentence. When they go into space, yeah, yeah that's a thing. Why fucking out there? Because Final they, Fantasy VII went into space. Yeah, but yeah. they just did it for shits. Here's here's the they thing. They just did though. it to make Sid have a storyline that didn't make him a fucking. But the main boss is also like an alien, though. They, so you already know the existence of extraterrestrial. That they just I like really them. wanted to inject sci-fi. I get it. And Final Fantasy seven and eight are not the first to visit space. Like I get that, but four. the way they do it is tasty. Yeah, it was four. Yeah, it felt tacked on in eight, and in seven, it felt even more tacked on. Like it was just something to like justify why Sid was such a fucking piece of shit yeah don't get me Worst wrong ever final fantasy 7 <laughs> like i remember pirating advent children off of uh like kaza and stuff when it first came out um, oh my god yeah i had a i had a subbed version of it you didn't use limewire um, right i still use the k-light codec pack i had LimeWire actually, didn't even I, exist at the <laughs> Uh, just, just, sorry, I say I say Kaza is like a file share. You know what I actually use? I use Winamax, which was a lesser Ooh, known true. like Ares. Ares and Winamax were that. lesser known, and therefore they didn't actually have as many issues or blocks. Um, wow. But Winamax and Ares were my go-to's. Um, but yeah, like Advent Children at the time was amazing. I love the animation. It expanded upon. Uh, it, it took a story and made it like very condensed, and like the characters were fun. But then you look at like, like you said, Sid. Like, what a piece of shit. Let's just go to space. Why? Because Sid. Like they, I, it, it felt like, oh shit, we wrote this character and he's useless. Uh, we got to give him a backstory. Everyone's gonna hate him. Fuck. Okay, let's give him a reason. Yeah. Okay, the reason sucks. Shut yeah. up. So I guess, I guess, in fairness, I, if I'm gonna shit on a game, I have to say what I think it did right. And like the card game, fantastic. Um. Parts of the battle system I would forgive. The music was all right. I just there's so much eight. I I know this is this is holding on to a grudge, but at the end of the game, I shouldn't have to do a goddamn search and destroy to get my save function back, to get my item function back, to get my config function back. That's a dumb mechanic, and whoever developed that should feel bad. They deserve to feel bad. You should. You know what? Yuri, fresh me on that. What is that again? He's so talking the about the- Ultimicia's castle. At the very end of the game, uh, they take away it. a bunch of your abilities when you try and attempt the final battle. So, like I a part it. of the final dungeon is getting back the ability to save, to use items, to use magic. Oh, and then all in. your random encounters are so, like boss uh, battles. I, I, I'm and yeah, segue. you're exploring. I'm. I'm gonna segue. It's They're like a in, roguelike. It's so cool. It's it's hey, a very unique hey, idea. It sucks, hey, but it, me it, once you know it, it's not bad. Hear me out. This is going to sound like bias, but FF9 did it better. 100%. In which, in which way? Ibsen's Castle. In Ibsen's Castle, there's a boss that if you do not go out of your way to find the extras in the dungeon, the boss gets power-ups at the end. Oh, are you talking about when not you like, use magic not versus attack powers? You did. They're powering up the boss, so the boss gets elemental resistance, oh, gets double God. health. I got, I screwed myself stuff. at that part. I remember if you that go part. To Ibsen's castle, and you find and deactivate all the bloodstones. What's the boss of Ibsen's castle? The it's Ark? Like a giant obelisk. No, you're thinking of um, 
da- I can't pronounce it, Daggerito. It's where you can't yeah, use magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. Ark is the boss of that, yes. No, Ibsen's castle is like the one with all the stained glass and all the shadow puzzles. Um, in that, if you deactivate all the bloodstones, the obelisk, the quote-unquote security system, gets less and less difficult. So is the that boss, the one where you're playing as a Dane and Armorant? No. So this one allows you to bring a full party for the most part in. Hmm. Um, you go to Ibsen's castle. Yeah, yeah. Ibsen's castle is basically this big uh, mirror castle, like an upside-down castle. I thought if, that's what it was. That's, that's where you get you go in with Armorant. Yeah, but it's oh. not just two of you. Yeah, well, Armorant does a mission and then he fails and, you, and Zidane goes in solo to get him out. Sort of. So yeah, that's, that's this, what happens. Ibsen's, Ibsen's castle is Kuja sends you there and threatens to uh, kill your friends for the most part. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've played this game like ten times. I I, I, I know I have I have I have gotten Excalibur two. I have hundred percent of the game. I, I know. Nice. I know. Um, to be fair, I got Excalibur two through using the remake version that allows me. to So the boss track. with the 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 resistances is that the boss you fight when Zidane goes in solo and has to save no. Armorant? No, no, you go in with a full party. Um, so it's like the he, first time he, on the way out. So yeah, or is it after? I'm going to say let's move on because we could probably do a whole Final Fantasy IX episode. It sounds like at yeah, this okay, point. So anyway, I wanna, oh, yeah, kinda, yeah, one yeah, of us anyway, hasn't anyway. played it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway, Ibsen's Castle is, it, it just did the, the concept better where instead of punishing you by taking away things, it powered up the boss to the point where, oh my God, this boss is impossibly hard. But if you knew how to deactivate features of it, it could make the game easier and rewarded you for exploring the dungeon more rather than you you can't have any of this because you oh that's I, what all those things on the wall meant yeah um so ibsen's ibsen's castle was interesting like that um sorry but no uh, that's all good i do want to pull back to something that was mentioned because yeah how many final fantasies did they actually have like space exploration in because i do and did all of us play four as well too i just want to verify that four, as well. four seven eight well okay seven vaguely eight vaguely um actually like because dhr actually mentioned that earlier he mentioned he's gone through all of the mainline ones um so like myself what could i say i need yeah, a seven eight nine i'm kind of jaded on because i got right to the final boss and then that's when i sold my psx to get a ps2 and i sold my memory card at the same time so i got rid of oh, my save sh- file like a dumbass didn't realize i could keep my memory card and i would need to to play it on the ps2 anyway um <clears throat> so yeah seven eight nine uh, 10, 10 is the one that I've degen run. Um, and then four, I've beaten at least five times on th- many different, um, setups like Game Boy emulator, PSX, uh, the remake for DS. Um, but yeah, I know those are the only ones that I have completed. Um, Puba sin. So four, seven, eight, they all include space travel in their story. Mm hmm. Final Fantasy Nine includes two planets, but there's nine, no space travel. Nine includes a dimensional travel. Yes. Yeah. There, there are two planets that are dimensionally in the same place, and in, you can kind of say that thirteen has a similar thing. Yeah. 
13 has two places, but they're they're kind of vague. <laughs> nine, the line nine. between them is but, uh, so vague. So vague, you have oh, no I, idea I if would it's draw space com- or dimensions. I would draw a comparison to 9. If you're going to use 9, you can, but it's more like, think like DC's multiple Earths after Flashpoint. Yeah. There's there's a different planet. So I don't in- know about 13, though. Like, 13, like, Cocoon is... A structure. Cocoon like, is the planet, and the no wait. Cocoon is cocoon the, the is the crystal. it's like that's the structure. You're right. It's it's like a structure that's like it's like in the atmosphere of what's the uh, planet Pulse called? Grand Pulse. Pulse. Yes, Pulse. So Pulse is a planet that has like a structure. So like that's not really the same. Not quite. It it feels like it during it's the game so just because they're so different like pulse is just like a wild wasteland with almost nobody living on it just full of monsters and angry shit versus uh cocoon which is like a a futuristic sort of it's very similar to like going from uh midgar in ff7 to the rest of the world where it, yes, it's a it's a I, major I difference yeah it's a major difference where um, it's like a high tech city versus the the country bumpkins that are everywhere else, where you can see little influences of like the 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 and, and I would make energy, but I would argue yeah. seventy nine all suffered from that. They all like made you love the origin, the city of origin. Nine was like that too with Alexandria and and I, I say continent. this with, yeah with the first continent, and then you get to the Nine was mostly the first continent, and then seven and eight were like the first cities. And then yeah, Midgar, else, and then um, yeah. Garden, uh, the Garden, Alum Garden. Yeah, well, Garden at one point becomes you, yeah you, becomes your ride yeah, at you, one point. You, you yeah. and, took it with you. I and, love that. And they, I'll, I'll I'll forgive eight for that. Seven and <laughs> seven and nine are, were the most egregious, but like seven. So like for example, nine they were like, yeah, the whole continent's interesting. Oh, by the way, there's three other continents that are empty as shit. Enjoy. But, so empty. And it's just like, okay, but you want me to love the world? Hey, the first disc of Final Fantasy IX starts slow and then gets into this engaging political battle. And then it's like, disc two, go to the empty parts of the world and pretend you love them. And it's like, and I'm saying this with, I love nine. I've already said that, but even I can shit on this. And and seven was that way too with Midgar. Like you're like, fuck Midgar, so cool, awesome, yeah. Wow, why is nothing else interesting outside Midgar? What the shit? Like, I, I get it. You want to do this whole like the world is a wasteland thing, but like, come on. Like you gotta give me something. And then, you know, twelve they did something with it. Thirteen they did something with it. Fourteen's online. Eleven's online. Whatever. Fifteen, we'll get to that. But like, wow, fuck you, fifteen. You in a heartbeat. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, I I get where you're coming from, Sin. I I wholeheartedly agree that it. They make honestly the, the most the interesting cap- like, yeah, universe planet stuff that happens in all of Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy V, hands down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay, the the, the planet R as it's called, um that is the main setting of like the first half of the game where you, then you go to the Galoof's world, which is like 
an alternate version of it and then it gets fucking merged well you all play you actually <laughs> all played through that so i'm gonna let you guys spin on that because like my memory because i did play five to an extent where i know what you're talking about sin so because you yeah, actually like, go and you switch over to like a different form of the world at one point right yeah like five there five are three worlds mm-hmm. yeah, there's three worlds in five. a lot and it's very interesting i think five did the the, the world diversity best and then tactics in 12 did the political the political scandal best where for some reason Ivalis, uh, for those who don't know, Final Fantasy twelve takes place seven hundred years after Tactics. Yeah, um, e- it's Ivalis, a thing. Ivalis is just an amazingly political landscape where FF twelve decided the story should be less about a love story and saving the world and more about a political struggle, and that's where twelve really shined with the story, save for Vaughn. Vaughn, I fuck Vaughn. Sin and I can tell you right now. Fuck Vaughn. Vaughn is the reason I did not beat 12 or get very far in 12. Because as soon as I had to run around and say, I'm fucking Captain Boss, Vaughn, fucking whatever the fuck. Captain Boss, Vaughn. I gave up on Del Masca. I fucking gave up on the game because fuck that. That's a really dumb mini game. But so it's the worst. It's the actual worst. I'll I'll touch on that really quick. Vaughn is pushed as the main character, but he's not. It's more Ash and um, Ash and the Pirates that should be the main character, but Vaughn is like the token main character. Why did they they include Vaughn? Why is Vaughn a thing? Why does he exist? But Vaughn is a main character that they thought the game needed because they didn't think a a female protagonist could carry the game in the year that it came. Damn it, Japan. Princess so Ash, Ash is a fantastic character. Yeah, Ash was supposed to be the main character and should have always been the main main character. Yes. But uh they they injected another character to be like a fish out of water story and just didn't follow through on it very well. So so to to reel it back to the point, five five did the best like world dynamic. I think I would agree with that. Five, five and maybe six with its um I mean, it's an old game. We can spoil it. I'm, I'm just cautious. Okay, but the wait, whole... wait, hold on. Sorry. Can we, can we stick on five for a second? Can we just sure. talk about the first time that we all experienced Final Fantasy V? Because that game is not a part of the main English releases. It was it released later. JDK, I think you said you played it with the PS1 release. Yeah, I got it on the, the anthology one. And that between that and six is the one that I actually faithfully tried to run through. And I got as far as um, who's the king dude again? I fucking am so terrible to characters. And Gluff. Gluff, yes. Gluff. And I apparently yes. like he's he doesn't remember that he's like the king from World 2 or some shit like that. And this okay. is where my memories of the game go is that you're in a world that's dying because the crystals are losing their power. So then the elements are dying out too, like wind and shit like that. Um, and Bart's character, if I remember the fucking main character's name, comes across the two princesses, I think. And then Guelph. And then my memory of it is I got to the point that just before you go like this down this drain type shit, this whirlpool shit, and that's what shits you into world two. And I never got further with the game from there, but it did hold my attention. But again, like we mentioned earlier as well, with like a lot of those ported games that were from like the SNES era and everything, I had a bitch of a time playing that on PlayStation because of load times. Like as a kid, I even remember just like I would have the player's guide 
purely to flip through while I was waiting for shit to load up and also to guide me through the game too because honestly if you don't have a way where to go in that game I, I really don't even know where I would go with it um, if I didn't have something that was leading me I, I say that I say this now but I also haven't like played it in like what feels like 20 years I think um, yeah the, the game re-released I think on Game Boy Advance um, yep. but beyond that great it, port great port yeah the game, game Boy Advance had a few good ports but and that's the same uh, yeah. one. Now there's the pixel remasters as well, too, yeah, which I think to, is built on anthology or Game Boy Advance. But no, you're you're 100 correct. The only, like, I this is just stemming back to old Final Fantasy, but like the villain had the dumbest name, and you will never X-Death. connect me otherwise. X death. X death. Yeah. Stupidest name, but like I I get it. Um, but Final Fantasy V was meant to be an indirect sequel to Final Fantasy One. I remember correctly it was all about like kind of the warriors of light they brought back the job systems uh the job you could argue that sort of fantasy 5 the job system wouldn't exist final fantasy 5 was kind of like the the precursor the the system Five is the origin of the job system in the west but like final fantasy 3 is the the originator of it yeah yeah Yeah. that's true with like the onion knight or put a four did away with it but five brought it back. So like yeah. three, three introduced the job system based on the idea of the jobs that were introduced in Final Fantasy one, one. Yeah. But like expanded on it and two still used that as kind of like a base point of reference for its heroes. And then Final Fantasy four used those jobs for all the classes of the characters. And then five went back to the choice where you could actually choose the classes of the characters instead of like sticking to the ones that the game assigned you and then six did the same thing they went back to a story-based game where every character had a pre-assigned one and you would change your characters out rather than your job so i quickly looked up what what job classes they added with final fantasy 5 and it was blue mage time mage mystic knight berserker samurai dancer chemist and mime which were all featured in final fantasy tactics but if you yeah yeah i mean the dark knight that like Cecil goes through is a class. So like yes. both the Paladin and the Dark Knight are classes in Final Fantasy three that are then reduced to story points in like Final Fantasy four. And then Final Fantasy five, like re adds a bunch of classes and misses a couple at the same time. So like, I think the series has always built on ideas yeah. from the past, either narratively or gameplay wise. It's cool. Like it, it does that intentionally. Six, and six we see that with departure. 16 coming yeah, six was the departure with uh, trying to change the the narrative genre. The um, classes are like also not as closely knit. So like you have a blue mage, you have two kind of blue mages, but the, not really. You have token, a berserker, but he's also kind of different. You have the blue natural mage a token, huh? The blue mage becomes a token, so he becomes the which of my party members can learn enemy abilities. That will be the blue mage. Yeah. So there's Gao and Strago in six. Quina, Kamari. Yeah. 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 All that. Poor Kate Kamari. Sith. Yeah, arguably Kate Sith. Um, Kate Sith. I mean, yeah. anyone. Enemy skill you get, materia. You yeah. get mm-hmm. Kate Sith at the Which same arguably, time. Which arguably probably your... the best materia in Final Fantasy VII. No, that Which... would be the all materia. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need an all materia for enemy skill i don't know about you guys but i really like master summons just gonna say that mm. 
Knights of the Round. Anyway. Get Quadra Magic Knights of the Round <laughs> Master Summon. Well, you need that for beating Ruby Weapon, essentially. I remember like no, what I, you need for I Ruby do Weapon Ruby Weapon is so different. Rule of, the unknown rule of kill two of your teammates when you go into the battle. That's what I used. Oh my god. So like Ruby Weapon's really cool for me because I figured that shit out without the internet and it was hard as balls but like i realized very quickly off the bat that you had to kill two members and i realized right off the bat that you had no uh immunity to a status ailment so i needed to to equip a ribbon um that's those were the two easy things and then i realized later like oh i need to kill my party members because the guy with the ribbon he's gonna get sucked away and so, like, I took that out, and then I realized, like, oh, like, I'm not doing that much damage, so I need to find a spell that does lots of damage. And I found enemy skill with Pandora's Box, which does about 5,000 damages on a single hit. Well, and, that's, that's one thing I always gave Nine praise for, is they took the the weird <sighs> mechanics, and they, they pushed them forward, like... Um, the Chocobo Hot and Cold game, or some of the bosses that had very stupid mechanics if you didn't realize it or think like the festival of the hunt you want to get the mm. rare card vv has to win they tell you at the beginning they what do you want if you win so dane goes i want money so clearly you're just going to get money when you win freya goes i want an add-on how do you make freya win well a little bit difficult but then vv says i want a rare card you go fuck i want the rare card but you don't get control of Vivi at all during the entire festival of hunt. The only way to win yeah. is you got to make it to the boss and then commit seppuku. That's the only way Vivi ever wins the festival of the hunt is Freya and Zidane have to fail. And there's only one way they can do that because you don't get Freya either. So once you get control of Freya, you immediately murk her and then murk yourself. Hmm. And that's legitimately in design. That's what I wish I cared at all about Final Fantasy IX's card system. <laughs> No, true. I'm just saying for completion. <laughs> if, you want, if you want the rare card, that's how you do it. Freya gets an uh, add-on. That's decent. Uh, Zidane getting 5,000 gil is a waste of your fucking time. Um, yep. So hey, can, really can no we um, maybe take a, a pause? I was actually just going to say, yeah, Sin just mentioned that. Um, before, yeah, I just asked before we go for a quick break, and then I want to get into his topic that he mentioned when we get back. But I explained my first example of final fantasy five can y'all give yeah, me yours before can, yeah can, before we go, go for it yeah uh yeah. give me yours real quick just round table so first experiences with final fantasy five did you play it on a source emulator whatever how did you come across it uh dhr you go first then pooba then sin and then we'll go for a break okay so final fantasy five first experience was the emulator version of the super nintendo release very first emulator i ever played fantastic experience opened my eyes to the uh, idea of emulation and japanese games and exclusive translations and stuff um i think the game was amazing and then the heat the uh ps1 release was the first official release that i played and the translation was completely different and the names of characters were different because it was no longer the fan translation so it was a very jarring jump and that's when i kind of realized like huh butts the fan translation Bart, translated Butts. Bart's his name is Butts. Butts, Butts was that. the name I grew up with instead of Bart's. But Butts. um, but and Lena instead of Rena. Yeah, or the other way around, one of the two. the The big thing I would say is that like it opened my eyes up to how translation works, and so I started to realize, oh, they're not translating Dragon Ball the same as it is in in Japanese. 
and oh, like other animes and like cartoons that I've seen are not the same in English as they are in Japanese. And it, it like woke me up to this world of like I'm suddenly I, I watch things with subtitles instead of dubs because they used to not be authentic to the source material. Yeah. And nowadays they're a lot better and I don't have to live with that grief anymore. But it was a very unique time and it woke me up to that. Like and that's oh. usually why people say if you're watching dubs instead of subs, you're an idiot. That's kind of like the big consensus consensus a, with a lot of a, anime watchers, right? It's just like dated you don't perception. Yeah, and the thing is, is that tra- everything's going to get lost in the translation. But we can save that for a completely different episode. Uh, those poo- translations, I just want to say, those yeah. translations are far more accurate now. It's a dated perception that you can't watch a dub now because we don't have these shows airing on public television yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. with kids in mind. They are now actually focusing on the... The actual uh, source, you see, you can, so, yeah. yeah. I, I will, like, they, I will, they want the demographic to watch it, so, will, like, they're better. I will go into the, the Final Fantasy V thing, but I, I'm just going to touch on, you're right, it is dated. However, new challenge, English voice actors for anime suck, most of them. Most uh, of them, They're yeah. terrible. They're, they're just yeah. bad. They're uh, pretty anyway, rough. Final Fantasy If you have five, to do it, it's fine, but uh, it's, they still suck at performing. Like, Some like, are ridiculously good. I will throw that out there. They're rare as fuck. Anyway, that's a that's a whole different thing, like JDK said. Matt but, Mercer, um, whole different thing, whole different thing. We'll get to it. Uh, Final Fantasy V, um, Game Boy Advance, came nice. out at a time where I was big on PS2 RPGs. So uh, I was going back to play Wild Arms. I was playing Grandia. Um, I was just crazy obsessed with turn based RPG, turn based RPGs. Um, uh, unpopular opinion. I actually didn't play Chrono Trigger until that point in my life as well. So mid two thousands, I didn't oh. go back and play it until then. I experienced that Chrono Cross, Brandia, Wild Arms, and then at the time I was playing uh, Golden Sun and Final Fantasy V on uh, Game Boy Advance. But that was the first time I really appreciated Final Fantasy V. My first experience was the same as JDK's. It was actually on the PSX version. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Mine was very much the same as DHR. I so I went from FF7 to FF6 and then went, okay, cool. This was amazing. Let's play FF5 on this fan translation I found. Played through that. And just to quickly mirror what DHR said, like it really opened my eyes to like the differences between the like serialized commercial FF6 release like ff3 us Mm -hmm. and the difference between like just the tone and language used in ff5 uh it actually inspired me to go and play the ff6 fan retranslation which has notable differences such as magitech riding imperial bitch instead of magitech riding imperial witch so uh whether that's that's yeah it's true but in context it makes more sense it's japanese is a difficult language to translate because of a lot of different idioms and different ways that their structure the structure of their language works so it it's an interesting kind of thing that as you said doesn't really happen as much anymore but there's always just the the realization that 
English and Japanese don't translate well into each other and probably never will. There's always some creative liberty taken when there's a translation made. And Mm -hmm. in the case of like current games, like, you know, FF7 Remake, great example, where they're being developed simultaneously, the teams are able to really make sure that the meaning comes through the same on I'd either love side. To talk about that more with Final but. Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> can can we talk about that more with Final Fantasy Thirteen when we come yeah. back? Localization in that game are like they don't click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That's, sounds good. Any other? Uh, so yeah, and yours was the same on an emulator then, and it also Pretty opened much. up your eyes too about the whole like translation mm-hmm. and how that got mm-hmm. lost. Yeah, and yeah, I think we can definitely table that for an episode on its own because just to quickly say on that, like Dragon Ball Z, for example, that is probably the only series that I've ever watched, and I would rather watch the dubs and the subtitles because I love the characters, how they did the voices. That's my childhood. I'm always rooted in that, and to see the fact that. Dragon Ball Super became a thing and those same people still working on the actual series. It just kind of like, yeah, it it brings it all together compared to like a series where they basically have to get a different actor at some point because something came up in terms of contracts and shit. So we can definitely talk about that on another episode. When we come back, we'll get all into the uh, Final Fantasy X and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have an interesting question ready for for everyone when we do come back. Okay. (gasps) Cliffhanger. 